it's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Yeah, it is another edition of the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast, a truncated late edition here on an Anzac Day Tuesday night. Ryan MS with us as always. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Doing well. Doing very well. Peter Hanscom as well with us. Commiserations. It was a pretty good effort by your boys, but not quite enough to get over the line. Yeah, um, a few of us only yelled ourselves horse out there. A great atmosphere. NRL done a good job with the Anzac Day game. They really have. And, um, yeah, disappointing not to get it in the end, but they, yeah, it was it was a great game of footy, and you know you can't be too disappointed with the way they played. That's for sure. It's all we asked for was hundred percent effort, and they gave that. So yeah. Anyway, next week. Yep, they're getting to Golden Point, and Mitchell Pearce breaking a bit of a hoodoo there to get the, uh, the field goal, and it was a, uh, you know, I, I guess not completely without controversy, but certainly not to the extent of some of the other games over the weekend. Um, I am. Paul Grzadka, Pooley G, of course. Uh, no Andrew uh, Molinaroli. He's uh, out of action after a big Edzac day. And uh, Pat Lyons is uh, away on assignment from Could You Bay Health and Injury Care. So we'll just go through the injuries quickly. And I guess today's one, Pete, you're at the game. Gareth, Gareth Widdop didn't look too flash, didn't come out after half time. We're hearing um, uh, an MCL. So you're looking at probably around the four weeks. Um, yeah, maximum if it's a grade two, minimum if it's a grade three. Yeah, it's always a worry with those knee injuries. Um, he's coming out of his own in goal and gathered the ball up and just couldn't quite get back out and seemed sort of buckle under in the tackle. Yeah, he strapped him up, but uh, yeah, it's always a relief for us to remember these knee injuries to hear medial rather than um, cruciate mm. uh, ligament injury. If so, um, yeah, hopefully he'll be back in, you know, the predicted two to four rather than four to six. But, you know, that's um, hopefully he'll just be back in 100% in, in a month or so. But, yeah, it's a massive loss. The Dragons don't have the best buy draw for Supercoach-wise, so if you had brought Widdopin or had him early on, um, you may be moving on from him this week. Um, Solomon Carter injured today as well. We really don't have a lot of information on that, you'll have to stay posted to our uh, Twitter feed for that one. Jason Pakuya, two injuries, a shoulder and foot, not named this weekend. We'll go through the team list shortly. Um, and Mitch Barnett, Ryan, an ankle injury, just the hits keep coming for the Knights, and that's probably the only guy you, you'd left owning after the Bureau injury, if at all, and now he's gone too. Yeah, that's right. That's very unfortunate for him and for Newcastle. Um, they're saying... Um, six to eight weeks with surgery on his ankle, so that's not good news. And, uh, yeah, basically that's it for Newcastle. Um, mm. You know, that has to be your last Newcastle player, um, if you've got any, as you said. Tim Grant also with a, a mild uh, brachial plexus injury, uh, but he has been named this week. And the injury report is for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links and you can uh, um, get a visit 20% off for Pat Lyons. Um, should be back from his holidays next week. What did we learn from um, round eight just in the books literally hours ago? Well, Corey Hawira, Naira, amazing again. Um, a late decision to even play him, ended up playing the full 80. Um, he was pretty outstanding, Ryan. He just 
killed it, didn't he, on the right edge. And a lot of the damage done in that last 20 to 25 minutes normally when he'd been off the field. Yeah, that's right. That, that's the, that's a surprising thing. So maybe that's something we're going to see more of. Maybe he's going to be there at the back of games. Um, maybe he's going to get more minutes. Who knows? But, um, yeah, he was outstanding. Yep, definitely. Um, if you're owning him, you're slotting him into your lineup every single week. Uh, Corey Oates was an interesting one there. Finally, we haven't seen much of it this year, Pete, but maybe a sign that the Broncos, you know, throwing the ball around a bit more, he could become relevant again. Uh, at least go on your watch list. Absolutely. Uh, the move that uh, looked very similar uh, to the Dragons back in 2010 when Boyd used to inject himself into the back line. And, yeah, great pass out to, out to Corey Oates and for a couple of tries were near identical and great finishing by the big fella. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to watch him see how he goes in the next few weeks. Um, but, yeah, they, they, it, it did look good for the Broncos the other night. They looked a little bit lucky to get the win, but in terms of Supercoach, like Marga played very well as well. So, um, yeah, he'd be he's a, a good one to get cheap early on, as we mentioned. Corey Norman um, coming back to form with a big uh, three-figure score as well for Parramatta. You can tell it's origin around the corner, some some big performances uh, happening lately, but also the test team being announced. So guys like Josh Jackson in the 90s, Jake Jabrovic, a big game for him, Josh Papali uh, also up there as well. So some interesting ones there we're keeping an eye on. And those cheapies or the value guys from the start of the year, Angus Crichton, Caelan Ponga, Felice Kafusi, Tartai Moga. Uh, all continuing to shine. And I guess Mitchell Pearce, we might talk a bit about Pearce um, a little bit later on in the show. Uh, Let's go on to the team changes for the six games that have had teams announced. Four, um, Broncos beat the Panthers. It's on this Thursday. Uh, Not much of a a rest between these two rounds. So we're trying to get you all the information as best we can. Jordan Kahu is back uh, for Brisbane. So Mead will go back to the bench, Pearce, and um, then goes to the twenty-one. Corey Herrera in the area, we talked about him earlier. He's been named in the second row. Expect him to play, although Jim, James Fisher-Harris has been named as a reserve. So is Tia Maria Martin. But Bryce Cartwright has got the number six jersey. Probably Penrith are going to stick with that 17. Uh, Souths v Manly. Well, Adam Reynolds is back, but that will cause a, a reshuffle. Sutton back into the back row. Turner back to prop. No George Burgess. He's out for four weeks with a shoulder charge suspension. He took the early plea. Manly has stayed with the same team that beat the Raiders on a Friday night. North Queensland v Parramatta. Thurston has been named as a reserve. That would be an interesting one. Um, while Kenny Edwards in for Brad Takarangi, the injured Takarangi, so another makeshift 5-8 for Parramatta while they desperately wait for the West Tigers to potentially release Mitchell Moses to them. David Gower is they're going to be the man on the bench. Probably an interesting one, Ryan, with Jonathan Thurston. If you've held on to him for this long and now he's been named as a reserve, is it something you're thinking he might get a shot? And Or are you sort of you know, looking anyway towards origin and thinking he could be a trade-out target? Um, yeah, look, I think he's – yeah, if you've held on to him for this long, then it, they wouldn't have named him in the reserves if he, if he's not a big chance. And I think he's a big chance of playing um, because, you know, it'll just be a straight swap in, you know, a little bit of reshuffle and he'd be in there. Um, so I think you hang on to him for the moment, but, geez, um, I would have thought if you were getting rid of him, you would have punted him by now. Um, due to the fact that he was injured, plus you do have Origin just creeping up around the corner. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I know I've been holding on to him and hoping that he would have played this week, 
so it is encouraging that he's been named in the 21. But uh, yeah, big a big game. And Parramatta not the easiest opponent uh, to score super coach points against as well. Gold Coast beat Newcastle. Well, more injuries for the for both teams, uh, and so this is really a battle of the walking wounded. Um, Dale Copley's out, so is Chris Griesmore and Kane Lawton, so Dan Sargentson will come in in the centres, Tyrone Roberts-Davis gets another shot on the wing Kane LG was dropped last week but he does get a reprieve on the bench, uh, mainly because of all these injuries, Patrick Vavai also joining him there, while Jalen Feeney will play halfback this week, there is no Trent Hodkinson um, he's pretty much out of favour with, with coach Nathan Brown, I don't really expect to be much change happening then from my sources up at Newcastle are saying he's out um, until unless there's an injury. So Jalen Feeney, halfback. Luke Yates goes to Loxiani Mataudia, second row, with Mitch Barnett out. Uh, the Bulldogs v. the Raiders. Well, Matt Frawley, again named out of the 21. Pete, William Hopawati also named, or in the 21, I should say, Matt Frawley, but not within the 17. But again, we're seeing the way the Bulldogs are, are structured. It, the kicking game is pretty much atrocious. And while Frawley wasn't great on Sunday, they do need him really playing halfback because neither Reynolds or Embiid seem to have any ability to do that. Well, you know, why do they need a halfback when they've got James Graham and Aiden, Aiden Coleman <laughs> seems to be the answer to the question. Uh, I'd, even when the Bulldogs are on the attack with like a, you know, the, the siren are basically almost gone and the, and the bloke getting the ball instead of it being Embiid, well, Josh Reynolds, the ball went to Graham or uh, Tolman. Yeah, yeah. Or Greg Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the big kick. Oh, me. Oh. Um, but, yeah, like, Leash has been replaced after 30 minutes the last two weeks, and Embi's gone into hooker, as we've seen. It's it's an interesting situation there at the Bulldogs. I think, for all the world, they've got to have Frawley starting in there. Why don't they just do it and put Frawley starting, um, as they did when Embi was out injured, um, just put him there and, and drop uh, Leisha all together and, and put Embi at hooker right from the word go. It um, mm. seems to be the more logical answer to, to things. Uh, I just don't understand it at all. That's, uh, that's very odd, and particularly if you've you know, like Leisha may not be real high on owners' things, but he might be the reserve hooker now. He's not getting time, and it's not going to increase it. The talk is that he's on the outer for next year at the Bulldogs, so it's not going to change anytime soon. Yeah, the Bulldogs pretty much um, ones to avoid at the moment, super coach wise. The Raiders do bring Clay Priest back in for Dunamis Louis, their only change there. And the Tigers feed the Sharks. Tim Grant has been named. Look, it's likely he won't play, but we. We'll have to see. Maybe a Kyle Lovett or someone will come on the bench there. While Jared Beal and Luke Lewis are back in from injuries for the Sharks. Jason Pequier is out injured, as we suggested earlier. Kurt Capel will go to the bench. Sam take a teasy out of the 17. Um, and there's another team, you know, watching Valentine Holmes with a great matchup against the Titans. But another team where you see Paul Gallon a lot of the times getting the ball and fourth tackle at first receiver rather than the halves. And a bit of a fear considering the Sharks have a good... Um, by draw, if you're sort of loading up, trying to load up on some of these guys, unless it is Paul Gallon, I don't know if it's, you're going to get much value out of it at the moment. Certainly Holmes, a big dud performance when you know he was expected to get one of the best scores of the round. Just The ball just doesn't get out to him enough. Okay, we've got to keep moving along. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. You can find us every week at the website www.supercoachpros.com or on the app 
We're going to go through some um, trading targets. The predictor this week will be updated twice. So obviously with the six teams, um, or the 12 teams named already, we'll go and uh, project for the other four teams um, on the predictor and put it up on the app um, before the night is over tonight, Tuesday night. And then Thursday morning when the new teams are announced for the last four teams that played today, we'll do a re-update and the money ball will go on there as well. Uh, Ryan, if there's ever a time to get the predictor, it's this week with this massively short turnaround because it's going to be very hard to plan your, your team for for the upcoming week with Origin around the corner as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty vital this week of any of any week. Um, like, uh, I think just because of the the, the way the uh, dates fell, um, yeah, you've got today's game and those teams aren't announced till Thursday. Then there's a team playing on Thursday. So it's gonna it's gonna it's pay off yeah. to to grab the to grab the app because you're gonna need it. It's just you're gonna need it this week. It's not all it it's has. Just a lot. Sorry, go on. The, the predictor's not all it has as well because of course you've got the, these very podcasts downloaded there, all the blog information, the previews, um, the recaps, all that stuff that used to be on the website now to be found in one easy location on the app plus the Facebook and Twitter links as well. And you can find that on our website, www.supercoachpros.com. And if you already own the app, give us a rating on the iTunes store or the Google Play store. We'd appreciate that. And same goes for the iTunes for the podcast. Give us a rating there just to help boost up the numbers for that as well. Um, again, you know, with not all the, the information finalised yet for the Supercoach we're looking at some of the matchups for this round. This was sort of based from last week's um, in- information going into this round, but looking ahead to this round. Uh, Tom Dravorovic, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds all are highlighted because of that matchup. Manly v Souths will be a good one. Ash Taylor up against the Knights. Um, you're probably not bringing him into your lineup, but maybe money ball wise. Josh Papali, if you own him and you're looking towards. Origin to get rid of him this week's probably not the week. Left edge forwards have done well against the Bulldogs. Uh, Jason Tamalolo, there's one against the Eels. He's predicted to do very well. And uh, also got the likes of Wade Graham and Corey Hawira Naira. Josh Adokar, again, left wingers against um, the Dragons, although we have seen an improvement there the last couple of weeks. So maybe, you know, temper your expectations on Adokar. Cohen Hess, uh, we'll talk about him a bit later. He's predicted to go well against the Eels there at the right edge position, uh, coming against the left side defence. Parramatta traditionally have been good um, on the left side with Michael Jennings there and um, Manu Mau, but there's been a few changes this year. Frank Pritchard spent some time there, so that'll be an interesting one to, to see what happens if Mau is there with Jennings. Hess may not go as large as predicted there. And then you look at the likes of Andrew McCulloch against the Panthers, Paul Gallon against the Tigers, uh, Simon Mannering against the Roosters, and Jack DeBellin. I know that the Storm isn't the easiest matchup, but often against the Storm we do see the forwards go above average. So that's a good one for Jack DeBellin as well. And guys, I guess one thing we should really look at before we get into our tweets, uh, short and show this week, of course, due to those two Anzac games, but just some of the origin players... Um, Maybe a couple of fringe players. I think Peter Guy, like Corey Norman, um, you know, we're targeting him because Paramount have a great buy draw. But is there a scenario um, where he finds his way ahead of Michael Morgan on the bench? Um, personally, I don't think so. 
Um, he played very well against the Dragons. What was that back in round two? He was just 10 out of 10. You couldn't, you know, stop him that day. Um, he played okay against Penrith the other day. He's been, you know, good super coach wise this year, but uh, I don't think he's, um, I don't quite think he's at the level to, honestly, to be on the bench for Queensland yet. I think they've got a, a couple too many options. As you say, I think Michael Morgan is the, is a specialist there, unless there's some, uh, like an injury or something like that. But I would, I would suggest to you that Norman won't make the, in my opinion, won't make the Queensland Origin squad this year. Ryan, um, what's your take on it? Um, yeah, look, I think he's an outside chance of getting a bench spot just due to the fact that Michael Morgan um, hasn't really been setting the world on fire. Um, and but I think Queensland change? Oh, they don't chop and change, do they? Would it, would it take an injury? Would it take thirst? And, you know, this whole thing, or do you think that Kevin Waters would be looking for that spark? Um, he could be. That's the thing. They don't change a lot, and they do when they do change. It's generally someone in the reserves off the bench, and that's what I'm thinking. But I don't think it's a, a certainty by any means. I think there's some real. It's a real. Um, dicey situation to bring Corey Norman in because of the possibilities of that. Tom Dubrovich is another one, Pete. I know Manly don't play rounds 12 or 15 anyway, um, but there's a pretty good chance that he could find a spot there in the three-quarter line, you would think, although with the likes of James Tedesco, Matt Moylan and Josh Dugan all there as well as fullbacks that can play potentially other positions. And we haven't even mentioned Jared Hayne. I guess it could be could be tough for Dubrovich. I think so. Listen, I'm a big fan of, of uh, Tom Trebojevic. I think he's a great young player and he's a massive future. And he gets he's, a, he's good for Supercoach, of course. He gets some he gets some really decent points. Um, and I'd love to see him in Origin one day. He's so quick. I think he's poses a great threat to the opposition defences. But uh, yeah, I think uh, like last year they had Tedesco a fullback. After the third game, he went extremely well. Um, Dugan, I think you've got to find a spot for him. If Hayne is fit, I think you've got to find a spot for him as well. You've got to give him something to think about. You've also got a bloke called James Roberts, who, though he plays for the Broncos, a lot of people might forget that he's actually a New South Welshman. So he, um, I think he's a big chance of getting a spot there as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Trebojevic, and as you, you know, although Penrith threw out a form at the moment with Moylan and so on, but I think that... Uh, yeah, I think Trebojevic is a little bit like Corey Norman. Fine player, but not this year. I think um got a bit of a look. I'll be on me next time, maybe for next year. Well, speaking of guys, you may be confused which state they're eligible for, Ryan. It's Cody Walker. Of course, he's from far north New South Wales. And again, another guy we've targeted because of South's great buy draw. But is there any way that, even if it's not for game one, that if New South Wales, let's say they lose game one, is he suddenly on the radar... He's been playing pretty good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he has. And look, judging from uh, past history um, for New South Wales selections, there's every chance that he that he that he'd be in the frame if they lost game one. Because um, I I don't think that he would be picked for game one um, in any way. But yeah, as you said, that game two, um, you know, if they lose, they're they're always looking for that you know, that X factor sort of thing. So he could be in the frame there. I don't think he will. So I think he's relatively safe. But, geez, uh, you've got to have that in the back of your mind. Always have a backup ready. 
Yeah, that's right. And I guess some of the interesting selections, you know, we're going to know more after test matches. We're hearing Will Chambers is going to be picked in the test match. Um, will we see one other guy, you know, that might have been considered ahead of Chambers is Joseph Lailua, Pete. Another guy playing round 12, probably targeting him already or have already picked him up for Supercoach. Would Laurie Daly look at Leilua as an option? I think that's a big possibility. He's been in great form. Um, so why wouldn't you? you know, he's got a little bit of versatility in the back line too. So listen, if you remember last year for the first game, the New South Wales selectors shocked everyone, picked Dylan Walker on the bench uh, for game one. So anything can happen. But yeah, Leilua, I think would be would be a good choice. I know some good players for the New South Wales back line, but I think he, he's, he may well be there somewhere in the lineup. Yeah, I'm just worried about his defence. I don't don't know. I mean, you've got the Dugan-Ferguson combo. I don't know whether he sticks with that or not. You've got guys like Josh Morris and Michael Jennings who are very strong defensively. And you've got the up-and-comers like Tom Trevorovic, Joseph Leilua, James Roberts. So... What? How he sort of finesses that in his backline? I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how he does it. But um, yeah, Leilua, someone's got to be picked at the end of the day. Dylan Walker's a, you know was off the bench last last year. He's been pretty good too. Uh, just don't ask him to kick goals. Um, <laughs> one other thing we should look at before we get to the tweets, and that's um, I guess I'll start with you, Ryan. Any Origin Supercoach studs um, that you're going to hold over the entire Origin period, or at least looking to at this point? Yeah, the one I have in mind is um, James Tedesco. For the Tigers, um, I think that yeah, they don't play round 12 and he'll miss, uh, I think it's around three games all up, maybe four, um, given you know attrition he of pro- Origin. Yeah, he probably are. won't be rested, I don't think, playing fullback. And oh, no, rounds 12, so. 12 and 18 are the buys for the Tigers. So he's only missing... Round 15 is the only extra game he's going to miss um, than the team's usual buy buys. Yeah, so that's why I think he's definitely worth a hold, being that he gives up... He, he creates great points, um, even when the Tigers are going uh, poorly, but they seem to be on the up currently, so you just never know uh, what he can what he can produce. He's a real point of difference, I think, you know, super coach wise You've got to own him and you don't want to be giving him up lightly, that's for sure, even even if he's missing those Origin games. Peter, any any name pop out to you, uh, Origin stud? Absolutely. The one I was thinking of was Matt Gillett. Um, the, the second row from Brisbane, he, this bloke just goes and goes and goes, very consistent super coach wise Um Honestly, during the origin period, I'm not too worried how many games he's going to miss. I know that the Broncos have their buys in rounds 15 and 18. Um, you know, he, he just goes. He's a he's a full on 80 minute player. Never, he just doesn't get rested. It just yeah, because Bennett out. Bennett does like to rest some of his origin players, but I don't remember Gillette missing any time. Maybe he's come off the bench once one year, but. He's someone, he, like you say, he just plays a full 80, and if you already own him, then um, I, yeah, I, I sort of feel, yep. keep him. Absolutely, and I think, well, the other thing is, too, is who are you going to replace him with? Uh, um, 
you know, I, yeah, I just think that uh, I think he's the I think he's one to stick with for me. Well, Supercoach wise, we do rightly so spend a lot of time looking at um, you know who's got great buy draws and players to pick up over those origin period. But when we're looking at our studs, we should be looking at from the reverse angle and looking at the teams that have the buys on the origin weeks because they'll miss less games than those that have their buys off it. Um, you know, can you imagine if an, if you owned Cody Walker for Souths and suddenly he's named for origin, as we sort of speculated earlier, if there's any outside chance because he'd miss five rounds of footy over that period, rounds 12 to, to 18 with the Souths buy structure. It's just you cannot own him. All right, let's move on to the tweets now. And uh, the first tweet's from Gav. Is it time for Hess to go? Uh, Ryan, he's got a pretty good predicted score this week against the Eels, although we did say that, you know, perhaps with Manu back on the left, it'll be tougher to, to run over than maybe the like of, likes of Frank Pritchard is more an offensive weapon. But still, it, it, it's a good matchup. And when Thurston comes back, you know, running off Thurston passes will help too. Absolutely. Look, I don't think it's time for him to go. Um, I think that's a little, it's a touch premature, um, depending on obviously your strategy. But um, yeah, I would hang on to him for at least this coming week. And especially, as you mentioned, if JT comes back, um, he was, he seemed to be, Hess seemed to be his go-to, his go-to runner um, close to the line. Um, so he does have those bonus try points in him as well uh, to go with um, a fair work rate, and he normally plays around the eighty-minute mark as well. So he's um he's definitely definitely a holding definitely holding on for me. Well, Bopai also asks about Hess. What to do with Hess, Vaughan, Maguire? Can't trade them all out during Origin. Who to keep and who to sell? So I guess um, yeah, you could look at that, Pete. Um, are you keeping? Cohen Hess, and if so, do you just keep him throughout, or is it Paul Vaughan a better option? I mean, St George advising round 12 and 15, you may not be able to keep him that long, but then again, once you get through that period, he'll be a, a useful player to own. That's right. Um, with Hess, it's a tricky one. He's come on so well, and you said he's scoring great points, and, and you know, I, I back up everything that Ryan just said about uh, uh, particularly with Thurston coming back this this week, he's been scoring some some good tries for the Cowboys and you know just barbs over using sheer size and power. Um, and is he going to get selected for Origin? It's it, it's the question um, that's sort of oh, sitting in the back shocked. of this one for me. <laughs> I'd be I shocked. think you'd be shocked. You reckon? Yeah, I, I if think he got he's picked a for Origin. Wow. I think he's a chance with Matt Scott out. I think that they might look at him. It just depends. I think they, he might get a bench spot. That's what, I'm, that's what I reckon. I think that uh, they might be looking for him. I think he's going to be a superstar, this bloke. Um, I think they might look at him. And so in that sense, I would... Uh, it's tricky because he's right on the edge. I would keep him right up as, as long as I can. I'd still keep him absolutely what Ryan said. I'd keep him at least for another couple of weeks. You're pro- pro- um, probably looking between Hess and Vaughan. They've got the same buy draw, the Cowboys and the Dragons. They have buys in rounds 12 and 18 and play around 15. So those two, you know, the Vaughan and Hess, you, you're pretty much, like you say, keeping them right up and then you're making your decision which one um, close absolutely. to. Absolutely. Definitely. 
personally, I'd, I'd be keeping Vaughan too for as long as, as long as I could. Similar situation. Although you you might get more of an idea if he gets selected for New South Wales country uh, prior to Origin. So see what happens there as well. And Josh Maguire, a little bit tougher. Um, but as we said with Matt Gillett, maybe Maguire's even a better example than Gillett because only he missed three games over the origin period. A lot of other players will miss more. So, again, we're just waiting on would Bennett rest Maguire. I think that's part of why you might look to trade him out and then get him back in post-origin. I think Maguire is going to be in any team's lineup that's going to play Supercoach finals in head-to-head. I think he's got to be by then because he's certainly proved himself so far. Popeye also asks, JT might be back, but a big break. Even do you hold and hope he scores well or trade out for a Cody Walker who also has a high break even? Ryan, we did speculate a bit about Thurston earlier, um, saying we're probably holding despite the big break even. And Cody Walker, buddies, he is a guy that at some point we want to get into our lineups prior to round 12. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but geez, choosing between those two is a bit is a tough one because, well, it's um, when you have JT on song, like obviously he's consistent and you know he delivers, um, use some good points. But the same can be said for Cody Walker, um, not as consistent. But geez, when he gets on, he's he brings some massive massive scores with him. Um, oh, it's it's like saying it's a tough one to um, to pick. I would probably go with JT for the moment, but provided I think you're just going to have to keep up to date with who's playing and who's not, who's in the mm-hmm. team, who's not um, through our you know through our Twitter and pick from pick from that, especially in in regards to JT. And I, and I think that's probably the way to go if JT. He's going to play this week, then, yeah, it's JT. If he's not, then you've got to ask yourself some serious questions. Yeah, and unfortunately, they don't play the same position because Thurston's an out-and-out halfback in Supercoach was Cody Walker's 5'8 fullback because what I would have suggested is that you wait until um, mid-round to make the trade because both teams are playing on Friday night, Souths first and then the Cowboys. So you going to get an idea now is there an outside chance that the Cowboys go down to whittle it down to 19 before the lockout on the Thursday night yes but that's cutting it extremely fine um, <laughs> yeah you're going to have to be right with your finger on the mouse yeah, button you'd have to have it loaded <laughs> um, if Thurston doesn't play I think Walker who's you know, tip to do as well as anyone this week on, on the limited information we have because we have to do all the updates, of course, still. But he's, you know, against Manly, a, far, a left half should do well um, of Walker's calibre. And you got him for origin, period. So there's a lot to like about it. And Thurston's going to still miss um, the three games. It's not, again, the Cowboys by draw, rounds 12 and 18, means that. You know, we talked about those other guys as holds. He's probably my hold over Origin. With Tedesco, he's Thurston. I've kept him this long. So, I don't know. Is there a way you can get them both in? You know, Popeye. Get them both in if you can. That's probably the answer. All right. 
and I think that will just about do it um, for a show where we, we couldn't get all the information for you we've still ended up um, going pretty much to time so it's worked out there we hope we've been able to give you some information but definitely the app is the way to go this week if you already own it we have the two updates um, tonight and also on Thursday when those final four teams are announced money will be done then if you don't own it yet we'll go to our website www.supercoachpros.com and buy it because this week you're going to need it there's a lot of uh, a lot of information that's still yet to drop and guess what we're less than two days before lockout for the next week we don't even have finalizations we don't even know prices yet so the app's going to be absolutely critical this week www.supercoachpros.com follow the links for that ryan ms thank you very much for tonight big effort on anzac day and a very late show i appreciate it thank you no worries, man. Peter Hanscom, thank you uh, for all the very same reasons, and uh, we'll talk to you next... Uh, not, not next week. We'll, we have a week off next week, of course, because of the general buy-round. So we'll, a well, well-earned break, and we'll be back in two weeks' time. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. It's great, great fun. And I am Paulie G. Paul Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros and Facebook, and as well, go to the website www.supercoachpros.com to buy the app. Bye for now.